It's time to make beef business your business because we're in business with the best in the beef business. I'm talking about Hassle Cattle Company and that damn good Wagyu beef, the blue collar beef. The beef that's available to our DNVR members at the DNVR bar on York and Colfax. Anytime you order one of our fine burgers on that revamped menu, just know it's that delicious Wagyu coming your way. And we've got more for you. With regards to Wagyu, just use code DNVR10 at checkout. You'll save 10% every single time that you order from Hassle Cattle Company. Order for yourself, order for your fam, get the friends together, put in a group beef order. There's no excuse not to get the best beef up in your house. Make it your business. Check out Hassle Cattle Company. Use code DNVR10 to save 10%. Outro already. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Hey, great show. Great show. We did it. <laughs> we arrived. What is up, everybody? And welcome to day one of the preseason. I guess this is day two. I don't know what it is. Yeah, what are, we, are we officially... So this is not off... Is this off season? Preseason. This is preseason. Yeah, For yeah. sure. So it goes, uh, the cycle of the NBA is off-season, yep. preseason, yep. on-season, on season, post-season. Post-season. Then back to off-season. It's a cycle. And we're, which one Pre- are we again? We're pre-season. pre-season. It's a very short season. <laughs> it's a very short one. Uh, very excited for you guys today because it's the first day of training camp. And we've got the handsome. Oh, look at the energy. We got the handsome one out in San Diego, Harrison Wynn, who will be joining us a little bit later in the show to share with us what he learned at training camp. Hopefully. Hopefully, you know, the Nuggets, people don't know this as media. Most of your time when you're at a practice or game or whatever is just standing around. Mm -hmm. And so the latest from Harrison was that, you know, they hadn't quite done the media availability yet. So there's a chance we don't have an update from Harrison today. Is there a chance that Harrison's handsome level coalesces with the handsome level of San Diego so much that we never see him Oh, totally. Oh, totally. San Diego does feel like a peak Harrison spot. Dude, it's like, uh, it feels like a... Like a ham- handsome epicenter. You know what yours is? Where? Boston. Fort Collins. Oh, <laughs> it's you like, son like, of a bitch. I, I know you are now synonymous to me with Fort Collins. That's a, that's no, unfortunate, right. huh? Well, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I, I noticed that you, I was at a high level talking about San Diego, <laughs> and then you ramped it down <laughs> to talk about me. So I, I like I, Fort Collins. Oh, I think okay. Fort Collins oh. is great. Yeah, okay. I, I feel like I'm a Fort Collins 7. we're already off the rails uh we're presented by DraftKings sportsbook america's top rated sportsbook app download use promo code dmvr when you sign up watch our bet show make your bets make some money have a good time it's so much fun football season i'm telling you i I prefer betting on football is just too much fun actually i take it back i don't enjoy football that much until i put the money on it then i'm like oh yeah let's go that is the secret sauce of any like any sporting event you're watching you can find yourself immediately emotionally invested if you actually are financially invested. It turns oh. out those are the same things. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> Do you realize you're on ads duty today? No! <laughs> I didn't realize that at all. You're on ads duty. So I don't even know. Okay. Prepare yourself. We do have a fun show for you today, though. Um, we're going to talk about a really cool story from Altitude Radio today, an interview with Jamal Murray. He told a really cool story about Yoke. We're going to talk about that one. We're going to talk about the main story is going to be Michael Porter, who now has this ability to raise the amount of money he makes extra $35 million. If he just makes an all NBA team. Okay. Not very likely, but we're going to talk about how likely is it. And, I think and that's also true for me. What's that? You could make an extra 35 million. If, if you were, I were just only to be an all NBA player. If you made all NBA this year, I bet you would get, I just, Please, I'm not counting on it. My contract somehow? What would be the equivalent of your all NBA winning, uh, winning at a prestigious art award for a graphic you made? <laughs> <laughs> the Nuggets post game graphic won an award. If I made all art, all first team art, all art, <laughs> you did it. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to go to trading camp. But first, our top story, guys. It's it's a bit of a a bittersweet one. We talked about this last week. The possibility that Jokic would not participate in training camp or would have to leave early. Turns out, he just never went. One guy not excited to go to San Diego. He is, of course, uh, expecting, or I should say his wife is expecting a child. He is expecting to become a father this week. So uh, I don't know if I, I should take it back. I don't know if it's this week. It's just any moment. Like the, the, sure, sure. I'm sure. guessing any moment. I think we understand. Okay. I just I didn't want it like to report. <laughs> yeah, you know, you get the ab- hoops hype says Adam Jokic to have baby on Tuesday. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess uh, we the, there's a certain gravity between 
or a, there's a gravity difference between when you and I say something. Well, yeah, that's no true. one's like, oh, is that? Well, you want to know what's what's terrible? Nobody called me out for it. Thank you, everybody watching. Nobody called me out when I went on the Zach Lowe pod. I said he had a baby, oh, and then, no. but it's one of those things. Like as, as soon as I said it, I'm like, or is going to have? I don't know. You know, so I, I jumped the gun on that one a little bit. So that's why I just want to be a little bit careful. But um, so he's going to miss- this whole topic. People want to know, um, Adam, how are babies yeah, made? How are, so how since are you're talking made? about it, why not? Wow. This is uh, <laughs> just, just not clear. Before you say this, are you reporting this? <laughs> reporting? I'm not reporting this, guys. Okay. I'm not. There are many ways. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> that's the top story today. He, this is when you're only you're here. You're just so distracting. I don't care. Usually, like Harrison vote, they keep me on, tr- and now you're just over here. Uh, listen, uh, I'm the wild card, bro. You are the wild card. Like, a lot uh, of wild card going on. Like, I'm here to have a good time. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, for a long time, you're also here for yeah, that. So it's a real double whammy. Um, no, but the question is, Eric, in, in all sincerity, like, of course he's going to miss when he's having a child. Like, this is not a like he shouldn't be there. But, you know, there is no facsimile for Yoke. He's one of one. And he's especially one-on-one on a team that doesn't feature a center. I mean, Peter Cordelie, but they're in dark black, neither of which have anything remotely resembling Nikola Jokic's skill set. And so much we talked about, holy hell, the bar's got to be loud down here tonight. What's going on? Uh, Hosier's downstairs. In fact, Ali, would you get a second to check? Will you be like, yo, what the, what the hell, man? We don't need this at, at <laughs> level 11. Dude, how distractible are you today? Very distractible. I, are you I, kidding me? I, we're talking about how babies are made. You need yeah, to, he's very distracted. Hosier plays downstairs. I'm excited. I'm actually just excited because I can't wait to hit all the inside scoops from Harrison on training camp today. But, you know, we talked about... Aaron Gordon, how valuable would it be to get an actual right. training camp? Because now you get to learn to do this. I don't know what you work on as a team other than like discipline, hard work. What are, I don't know what you work on when you don't have Jokic. Do you feel like this is a negative in any way? I mean, it's a negative in that it's always good to just get more and more synergy, more and more people working together. But also like... I feel like if you do your job as a basketball player, like the ball will make it to you. And, and it's not, you don't necessarily have to train yoke to get you the ball in the right place. Like you need to, tra- you need to train yourself to be able to finish in the places that Jokic is going to get the ball to you. Right. So kind of, what do you mean? Kind well, of, let me, like let me put it this way. So we just did, you know, our Phoenix thing. Imagine if we were like, Eric's not going to advise though, but don't worry. You'll, once he does get here, well, they'll know. But in that same analogy, it's like, okay, so you guys work on making the best show possible. And then, oh, and then when you when arrive, Eric comes add, back, like it'll then it'll all, the, yeah, the I mean, image. It's, it's obviously okay. not optimal, but it's not something that I think that you need to like Jokic doesn't need to be taught how to play with anybody. <laughs> that part is actually, this is a great point. This you know is, this I mean? is like, very true. Yeah. So it's just sort of like, all right, Aaron Gordon, we're going to want you to post up in the corner more often and, and work on your cutting. And more than anything, what the Nuggets need, like they don't need to find more synergy between their starting units. Like it's their bench. Right. And like their bench can work together in a very real way over this training camp. So I don't know. I mean, it's, it's sort of like this thing where every off season for the NFL, it's like Brett Favre doesn't want to go to training camp and people try to make a big deal. He, he shows up for like a minute. It's a whole, and then they just go out and they win 13 games or whatever. Right. So right. It's just, we're sort of where we, where are we again? Preseason. Yeah. We're in the preseason. Okay. So this is just sort of like a preseason topic. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to disagree with you. I guess we're going to butt heads on this okay. one, but I what actually, terrible podcast uh, <laughs> well, I actually do think it's a little bit of a, I'm not going to say it's a big deal, but it is a little bit of a bummer. Like if you could draw up, how would training camp go be like Jokic is there (laughs) sorry it's just that's how i would do it yeah um so i do feel like there's probably a little bit um that doesn't you know that you don't get there also one of the things we talked about this year was okay jamal murray's gone yeah i mean he'll be there but he's not on the court so that's one leadership voice that's out you take Jokic out again it's like okay that's two leadership voices in fact your top two guys that are out so what is the leadership dynamic what is the chemistry dynamic i think well, all of those things just get delayed a little it's not a big deal it just gets delayed a little well uh, to your point here um i think maybe it's valuable to sort of allow the parts of the team that aren't being led or that are generally being led to sort of like find a little mm, bit of their own it's a great point to be able you just because you yeah. know like yoke well just because a Jokic isn't going to be on the court all the time right we've talked about him potentially resting and and hopefully load management a little bit this season so maybe it's sort of like time for the Nuggets, uh, and we saw it down the stretch a little bit. But they got to figure out like who they like, what they can do, like yeah. outside of just being the teammates of Jokic. <laughs> That's true, Jokic and the supporting cast. It does make you wonder. You know, Michael Porter's obviously a fantastic player. You look at training camp, and I go, 
He's the best player at training camp. Michael Porter? Who's the best player at training camp? Yeah, probably Michael Porter. It's Peter Cornelly. Or Peter Cornelly. It's one of those two. They're going to fight for it. It's funny because they kind of have the same body. And one, you're like, he's a setter. He's not that mobile. And one, you're like, yeah, he's just a shooting guard. Well, they have the same body and that one is like the platonic ideal of the male That's form. so true. And the other one is like a, kind of a tall, skinny guy. How can they have the same body yet one looks like a statue and the other one's just like a tall guy? Body. That's wild. Um, no, but this is a chance for him to really shine. And we've heard this. I've heard this. Um, you know, from talking to people that you get in even last year and year before you get into some of these open runs and it's like Michael's world, you know, right. like he's, the, he's actually the guy, even sometimes yoke there and Mike's the guy. And maybe this is a training training camp for him to one establish some confidence, but also just to establish. And I think it's already established. I think the teammates already kind of want this to happen, but just kind of a like, Hey, Mike is that guy. So here's a question for you. Like you've been, you've covered the Nuggets for some time now. Yeah. What does it mean to have training camp for a team that's been together for five years? Like yeah. there's like two new pieces basically, right. there's Bones and uh, Jeff Green. So this is actually something that's been brought up on the Keeping It One Thousand Pod with George Carl. Like he's provided some Not insight familiar. into this. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's actually talked about this a little bit of, you know. There, you come back. You try to do something new every every year. He said he would throw out the whole playbook every single year. Of course, we watch George Cross teams; they resemble each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. And then he'd redraw the same playbook. It's really wild. No, but he but that they would try to do something fresh. But also, it's a little bit. It's not like riding a. In my opinion, basketball is not like riding a bike where it's like you took three months off, you came back, and then it's like, oh yeah, it's a little rusty, but now I got it. I think there is a lot of like the the connectedness. Mm-hmm. of basketball is a thing that every season you have to recreate. So the team building is really just like, or it's more about, or I should say training camp is really more about team building. It's but the like, team building is the detail. I mean, basketball yeah. is, especially at this level where these guys yeah. are all freaking great in an empty gym. It's so much about the details and limiting mistakes. And those mistakes are often mistakes of communication or right. of, of their comp. They're, they're about connectedness. So to me, that is, is probably what what you're doing here is these different defensive principles that we've gone over. We've got to remember the timing and the detail, the tiny details. Now we have to reestablish that the plays right. and how we're going to do this. So to me, it is a lot, but I, I do half agree with you that okay. yoke. Well, I do wish that <laughs> we're on our way, baby <laughs> on our way. I do wish that Aaron Gordon had a solid week to this week. Yeah. Of just like work with Jokic and like do this and that. I do think it would have been an enormous amount of reps that they probably just won't you don't get five days in a row like this again at any point in the season so it would have been nice but that being said yoke does have a way of fitting in with everyone and everyone fitting in with yoke i know they're like uh so what i'm looking for is you to deliver the ball exactly where i need right when i need it oh you did okay cool well i guess we're well i guess we're all set what are the comments i mean i'm curious what people think if they if they feel this is a well i've seen one comment here nicholas purdue thinks i'm actually a foco five (laughs) hey but i've seen some of your photos in your prime you were you were easily a seven i mean you were oh in your prime in your prime oh that's right i I still have an inflated uh, image of self from back then from back then that's so true uh i don't know i mean like they should spend they should just go and spend a week at disney for team bonding I don't know if they ever want to go back to Disney. Yeah, they won't. It seems like uh, PTSD would immediately kick in. They'd get nothing. Or either that or they'd be incredible. Do you think Yoke will, t- now that he's going to be a father, will that child ever go to Disney World? I never went to Disney World. Oh, yeah. But did you not go to Disney World because your parents were essentially imprisoned there? <laughs> That's not why we didn't <laughs> no. go. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if those two, those yeah, two so. share any uh, parallels. Uh, God. Would you? I, maybe Disneyland, but maybe avoid Disneyland's the, the lame one, though. I know, but it's, it's the, the one you were imprisoned one. in. I feel like I can usually separate <laughs> separate these types of things. Can you? You're yeah. able to uh, not. I'll be... tell you a quick story, and I'm not going to give any of the details. Oh, once God. I once went to, I once spent time in jail in New Orleans. Sure. I went, sure. Guess what? You cannot give all the details. Not tell the rest of the Are you kidding me? You don't. That's not I how was that temporary works. in prison. You can't just say that and then not go in detail. So, hold on. But you so know what? I, I went have, back, had a great time. You have no, but did you go back to the prison? I didn't go back. That's what I but but Yoke is not going to go back to prison. He's not going to go back to the like to the, the bubble to the grandest. You know, <laughs> the grandest. You know, he's not going to be there. He uh, might spend time in the yacht club. Right? He might be in the yacht club. Okay, he's he's right. elevated. Uh, we've got people saying Jokic's baby is going to come out three feet tall. It's true, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's true. And it's going to be like an incredible, not athlete. That's not the word I'm looking for. It's going to be so coordinated. 
Yeah, what is what is he's a skill elite? <laughs> oh <laughs> what? <my God. laughs> You're usually the one that's good at coming up with names too. That was a really bad uh, attempt at a nickname. Well, I wasn't a nickname. I'm just trying. Like he's not like he doesn't possess athletic capability. He he possesses supreme skill. So I don't know what you call like like is what's somebody that can bowl well? Is that an athlete? Yeah, that is a good question. I feel like this is what I've always said about golf. Anyway, we're getting too far afield. I've always said like golf, like what a tremendous athlete. No, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter. Skill. Um, Ali, let's move on to Jamal Murray. Had a great story. He's on altitude. I highly encourage everybody to go find the interview with Jamal Murray and Vic Lombardi. Vic, of course, our, uh, Vic our, our, our homie Vic and friend of the show, but also the OG. Great interviewer. He had Jamal Murray on and he told a bunch of great stories. But one I'll play as a teaser for that. One I'll play here, which I think I've never heard before. And it's a great one. Go ahead and roll that one. So we're playing Utah at home, like first game, one of the first few games of the season. And um, Joker, he's got 47 right at this point, mm-hmm. right, against Gobert. And I remember that. Yo catches this close game too. Yo catches the ball on the block, and they're trying to like send like half help, like on like trust on a double team, right? And uh, Gobert goes, uh, No, I got him! I got him! I got him! So Yoke has the ball. He goes, brother, I have 47. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, you're a savage, bro. <laughs> oh, that is so good. So I was like, guys, like, they're, they're pride. They want to guard one-on-one. But you, he has four, like, how much do you want him to, like, what do you want him to do? What else do you want him to do? In so, the nicest way possible. <laughs> brother, I got 47. You're like, brother, I have 47. <laughs> I love that one, man. Yoke, the, and I don't even. Talk, does it yes it okay does. It does. <laughs> that's like smiling in your face you slowly yeah, put yeah. a knife in the back that's so beautiful because it's not bombastic like standard trash talk where you're yeah. like oh oh you right, come get yeah, some yeah. of this oh, you're totally, just like yeah. oh dude what are you talking about like yeah, i yeah. systematically ended your career yeah like, yeah and i love that especially idea, like, when somebody's like don't help me guys i've got this he's like yeah, listen he's like, you do you not have, have it. someone help you yeah you should <laughs> like, yeah, that was a good idea don't when you guys were wave doing them off like i hate to be in your huddle right now but you need help man. He, he was absolutely in his bag in that game and i even remember the confidence and swagger he had because you remember that game was they took gobert off him they're like, you cook Gobert so many times that we're going to try. Was it Boyan? That, that was they're the, like, that was the day game. It was like a day game. It was a day game. I don't remember that detail. I do. I do because uh, we absolutely cooked the Utah Jazz. I was, uh, that was, I believe, the foundation of the Smuggets. <laughs> I do <laughs> believe that that was the Damn day. it. I do that believe that was the day where I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know that there's anything we can do or say that's going to knock this train off the rails. And it turns out there was we something. talked about it, and then we injured Jamal Murray <laughs> yeah, almost we directly. Did. Really, really, what a bummer. You know what I – another game you just – again, I don't want to say you forgot. It's just that you go back – I was going back and watching the highlights of all the playoff games just to kind of refresh the memory and this or that. Game six of that Portland series, Michael Porter was really great, awesome. Wow. There was a good game. Denver kind of down. Jokic took over that game yep. in a total like – no, guys, yep. this is over. And it was it, the three he hit in Nurkic's eye where Nurkic actually well contested him five feet behind the line and it didn't matter. Like, it was one of the, like, you even see it on Nurkic's face, a, like, sort of resignation of, like, this is embarrassing. I can't do anything. I don't know what to do. Yoke was incredible in that Dude, game. all I remember from that series, well, I remember, I remember a lot, but, like, the one through line that I really re- remember was we were talking about how, like, Nurkic had a good showing, I think, in the second or third game. And it, we were talking about, like, you know, this is really going to come down to Nurkic and how he can match up against Jokic. And I was just like, that's the best news I've ever heard. <laughs> that's the greatest thing. Like, like, let's go ahead and book the second round if that's the case. And you were lo right. and behold, like, all he did then was just like, absolutely end uh, all doubt. <laughs> It definitely ended all doubt. Uh, let's hit our first break. On the other oh, side, we God. are at uh, Get Yourself Ready. On the other side, uh, we're going to talk about Michael Porter, who now has this extension that could become an even more massive extension should he hit All-NBA this year. Not likely, but we'll talk about what it'll take and who he's competing with. You know what else we'll talk about? What will we talk about? Hassle cattle, Adam. We're going to talk about hassle cattle and marbling. I don't think this is right. Are you right? Are you sure? I don't know. I don't know if I'm right at all. <laughs> you tell me. What he just chose his favorite ad read to Yeah, do. yeah. That's a pre. You see how it says pre-roll? Uh, if you actually go to the bottom, you see the tab and it says nuggets. A lot easier. This is a thing I actually made for Adam us made too. like an, an insanely complicated. It's so simple. I simplified <laughs> that sheet. I, I did the work to simplify it. Does it not? 
Did it say Tuesday mid-roll? So Adam made a really complicated... Anyway, so let's see. Tuesday pre-roll. You already got through that. Mid-roll. Breck? Yep, there we go. Let's freaking go. You know what? We talk about two things here on the VR podcast. We talk about Hassle Cattle. Harrison, come back. Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge Brewery. Almost synonymous with DNVR, if you think about it. We could change our name to Breckenridge Brewery, or they could change their name to DNVR. No one would even notice. Adam's leaving. Wow. Uh, what else is going on online these days, guys? <laughs> so, um, and we're specifically, we're talking about the Mile High City Copper Lager. Uh, you'll recognize it. It's the one with the beautiful blue can emblazoned with the Nuggets logo. We like to drink it all the time. Oh, Adam's got one right here. Um, <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> So um, this is the Eric show. So remember, now. supporting our, our partners, uh, supporting us. Uh, you know that we love Breck beers. We love their Celsi. And what we love even more, the fact that this summer, Breckenridge Brewery is teaming up with National Parks Conservation Association. The tragic fires in Colorado were absolutely devastating. So Breck is donating 1% of all of their profits this summer to the National Parks Conservation Association. It's just great. This is great. Like it just makes you feel good and drunk. It does. <laughs> so true. It does make you feel good and drunk. Uh, so check out Breck. There are there are people, as you know, you hear about them all the time because we love them so much and they love us. Um, so what else? What else is next? I thought Adam? you said they are people. <laughs> they are people. They they are people. They brew beer and we appreciate all of that. Speaking about, about this, made me want a nice, cool avalanche amber ale. Did night. it? Yeah. Did it? Uh, well. What happens yeah, next when we talk about ball? ball. <laughs> Makes me want some balls. <laughs> uh, so ball. Um, so ball has been practicing diversity and inclusion for oh, for years, while many Can't other major I companies to do this. this so talked about it Especially this one. He's so good. <laughs> Jason here saying in D line's mind, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. <laughs> Well, first off, I wasn't prepped for this. I, just shut up. I don't understand why if Adam is hosting, that means he's not doing the ad. So I'm clearly not here for my... We're almost music. even done with the ad music. So do oh, you right, right, hurry right, up? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so... Uh, Talk about ball. They've been a great partner yeah, of ours. Yeah, ball's been they, a great partner. They sponsor uh, the where the Nuggets play. That's true. Ball Arena. Yeah. They're an aerospace engineering company. They also make aluminum cans. They make a totally sustainable form of uh, beverage yeah, packaging. This exact package could last... Longer than humans themselves. Longer than humans themselves. But the point is, is that like almost all of the aluminum that gets used for these cans gets recycled. So Ball is not just looking to make the earth a better place. It's looking to make their workplace a better place. Diversity Top rated, man. as I yep. was mentioning. Top rated. They are hiring for uh, positions at their golden plant. You can text golden to 77222 and you'll get linked to open positions. You can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search golden. That's jobs.ball.com and search for golden or simply text golden to 77222. Dude. You did it, man. Thanks, man. You did it. That was, <laughs> that's so great. That was really rough. Um, <laughs> it's so nice to be supported, not only in life, but uh, li- but actually on these shows. <laughs> people, that made people miss online with D-Line, specifically. It's going to so. come. It, it's not gone. We have a new green screen. Uh, no, I mean, a new portal into the internet. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't let them see behind the curtain. Oh, my God. Uh, so, Michael Porter, if you guys didn't hear, he signed a max extension before trading camp, just as we had all predicted. Um, maybe a little closer to trading camp than we predicted, but lo and behold, he is locked up five years. We talked about this yesterday. Five years, no player option, and this is the big thing. There's no player option, and why that is important is that Denver, in the NBA nowadays, if you get a four-year extension, that really means it's only three years because in you're going into your fourth year, teams look around and they're like, hey, man, are you, uh, you going to stay or are you going to go? And if they don't answer or if they say no – you get traded, right? Nobody wants to lose a star talent for Dude, nothing. The, the other thing about a player option is that it means that they will opt. They out. will opt out. Yeah, one hundred percent of the time. Unless something terrible happens to them, like they're injured right. and out for a year, and then they pick it up, and you're like, "Well, we don't so have is him there a available." Team option, or is it just no? Straight? There's a straight nothing, which is fine. Like, look, a team option would have been would have been even better from right, from the Nuggets' perspective, but I don't think that's realistic. I think you were looking at at just getting the no player option. So Denver has him for five more years after this. That's six year more years of michael porter now that last year six yeah well that last year now okay that's the year where you ask him like hey man you thinking about re-upping or so now we're talking five years but that's the difference between had they only had they had that player option you really were talking about four years so 
Um, I do think it's a it's a really meaningful detail. But here's the here's the math on it. It is a hundred and seventy two million dollars. It was reported as two hundred seven, of course, but it's really a hundred and seventy two million unless Michael Porter can earn all NBA this season on his rookie scale contract, and then he's eligible for a higher max contract. That's a gap of thirty five million dollars. Nope, more than that. Thirty five million. Yeah, thirty five million. That's a gap of thirty five million dollars. So that thirty five million, if he makes all NBA, one would probably end up costing the Cronkies and by extension the Nuggets salary cap a, a decent chunk of change. Yep. You would have Yoke on a super max, you'd have Jamal Murray on a max, and then Michael Porter on a a larger, you know, than regular max. Yep. That's a lot of money and that elevates it. And I don't have the exact numbers, but it does look like the salary cap implications for this for the Cronkies are north of twenty two mil excuse me, twenty two million dollars. Having an ambulance chamber over here, so twenty north of twenty two million dollars. So when we talk about him hitting this number, like we're yeah. all rooting for it because that would how awesome would it be if he's that? Might actually make the Nuggets more financially strapped going forward should it happen. Well, yes, because the the, the luxury tax is a multiplier. Yes. Right? So yeah, it's a multiplier. If he if he actually becomes All NBA this year, then that thirty five million becomes then whatever that triggers into the tax, right. like the next year, the next year, the next year, the repeater. So do we have to root against MPJ? Like, this is the weird thing. This is why like the money part of, of sports it gets so weird. Because then, again, it's not our money. So what should we really care? We should just be rooting for him to be first team All-NBA and then be like, Kroenke, sorry, you just got to do it. But we, how know, we know how the world works. And maybe you are weirdly rooting for him to be snubbed. Like he should get it, but he didn't get it. That's like perfect. Like you get a vote, and you're like, uh. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> rooting against it for your own dumb interest? Oh my god! Um, all right, but let's look at this. So right before we go into that logistics of this, Eric, if I just said, hey, is it, do you think he's going to be All NBA next year? First team, second team, third team? Does it feel like it's somewhat likely? Like super long shot, impossible. So before we go in through this, so. What I have to do is I have to look to MPJ's greatest detractors. Okay. Because we are all members of MPJ's greatest uh, support group. And so we have an inflated view of him. Totally. The people who have the, the, the worst view of MPJ all live in Phoenix. <laughs> and they came, they like, because MPJ to them represents the same rivalry that Jokic and Embiid have. Because of Aiton and MPJ being part of the same draft, really, I didn't ESPN know this. I don't think of that. Did the redraft? Where oh, they, and they yeah. Put MPJ one spot above Aiton. Wow. And those guys were goddamn pissed off. <laughs> and I, I heard their view of him in that they think he's a very flawed player, and they believe that his health problems should. Be I, the taken thing into I love about that one is like maybe, but also like I'm you just, don't know, and we don't know. Exactly. I'm just saying like. So what we're talking about here is getting out of the Nuggets hive and what is the perception of MPJ league-wide. Obviously, like that's not the greater view of him everywhere, but that is an outsider's point of view at, from just sort of a fan base, right? Um, and this is not an exact science. Like You need to be voted into these positions. So like I don't know that people around the league... Like MPJ is starting with a leg down on this competition. They, people are not looking at him as an up-and-comer, somebody that is going to be breaking into the ranks of the all-NBA team. So he needs to really, really, really impress to be, to be able to leapfrog a lot of these like mainstays that are ensconced into this conversation all the time like the paul george's right like the Kawhi leonard's like the, and he's injured right but we'll there's just people yeah. yeah there's just there are just people that exist that are very difficult to move off their spot sure sure so in your mind right now you are not at all anticipating it no i'm not i do anticipate that his play will be to the level where we feel as though he in the is, conversation, we feel like he should be part of it, but it's okay. like I don't know that it's possible. So just the, given the fact that the NBA is already has like its royalty. So if you put this in tiers, there'd be all NBA. Yep. Then there'd be guys that were in the conversation. Yep. And then there's guys that should have been in the conversation, yes. and he's in that category. So he's Maybe. probably not in the conversation, but a so guy where, where that should have been. Where was he last year in your mind? He was uh, so far down the line. So he was down. just looking. Or, right. Yeah, I mean, like not not part of the conversation. Not even really not looking to be part of the conversation. Correct. So I mean, what is nobody that? nobody on earth came close to vote. Like, he didn't get a single vote last year for LNBA. No, so. no. So like, what is that? Like what, what kind of improve? Was there a stretch 
during the season last year that you could say like if he can replicate that oh march yeah at the end for sure at the very like yeah. before last the six playoffs weeks. Yeah. before the playoffs right correct yeah so if he can like replicate that for the entire year you think that he would be and to me that's where he's in the conversation but doesn't win it not should be in the conversation but actually in the conversation um and let's go through it so here's where i wanted to go let's let's talk about last year okay so Giannis, the from the forward spots Giannis and Kawhi. Giannis is a lock unless he gets hurt. Giannis is a lock. Dude, Giannis is a lock if he gets hurt. <laughs> like, like, yeah, he plays like 60 games. He might People wouldn't even notice. They're like, okay, Giannis, LeBron, yeah. let's move on. Giannis is an absolute lock unless he gets hurt. Kawhi is almost a, is a lock to, to not be in because he's hurt this year and will yep. miss either all of the year or enough of it that it won't matter. So that's there's six spots basically for the forwards. I know they do it a little bit weird nowadays, yeah. but whatever. We'll just still do it by forwards. So Giannis is a lock. Kawhi is a lock to not be in. LeBron, the second team, LeBron James, another lock. Unless he gets hurt, I just don't see a world in which LeBron does not make first, second, or third team All-NBA. He I just, was so unimpressive at the end of the last season. Okay. But you're right, you're right, you're right. I mean, this is, again, this is, not, this is not actual science. You're talking about the opinions of the people that are voting. I also think that he will deserve it this year. I it's mean, possible. he's really good. He might. This is the first year he's not the the number one player, right? NBA rank sure. had him third, and it's like, yeah, he is. Like, I'm sorry, he's not the number one anymore. Yep. This is the first year, but I don't think that's going to fall so far to where you're like, maybe he's not better than Brandon Ingram. It's like, possible, I, although we we are like, I mean, we're we're entering a time in LeBron James's life and career where like. His body is not as infallible as it used to be. So. Okay, let's put injuries to the side because well, injuries yeah. could happen to anyone equally. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, you're but right. Th- there will be another injury to one of these top players. Like, mm-hmm. I- I'm not saying like, it well, we be can't LeBron factor James. it in to be no, this no, guy. No, no, no. But that the, guy. the idea, this is like, should he be close enough to where he could be in the conversation and make that leap? Right. It would probably right. come through injury. Right, gotcha. Okay, so Giannis and LeBron to me are locks. Yep. Are they locks to you? Yes. Uh, Kawhi's a lock to be out. Julius Randle was the guy. Like, if we were talking about Michael Porter being it, he has to be this year's Julius Randle. Where nobody was predicting Julius Randle would be All NBA last year, and he rose to those ranks. Albeit the circumstances were different, he was on a bad team that kind of overachieved in the regular season. He gets all the credit for it, but he's one that I look at and I go, I do not think Julius Randle will be All NBA this year. I just don't think he will. Wow, you really just made me think. Like. MPJ is absolutely in a position where, because Jamal Murray is out, he will have the opportunity right. to showcase yep. and the ability to raise the Nuggets level to a point where he could, like, kind of flip that conversation in his favor. Right. That's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that. Right. You're right. So you're right. He would have to be the Julius Randle. He would have to make where people are sort of counting the Nuggets out right now because of Jamal right. Murray. They'd have to be performed to a level where nobody expected but it was undeniable so the nuggets have they won i think 54 is the most games they've won with this core i think it's 54 yeah so if they won this year like 55 56 but murray wasn't there until march somebody could present the case of like hey man they actually did better than ever before with him and so it's different than julius randall where julius randall was a four rose a team to a four seed as the best player mpj would have to raise them to the best version they've been without their it's also different because julius randall plays in the eastern conference all nba doesn't matter all NBA is just yeah, it's just yeah. <laughs> I mean, it matters in that he gets yeah, yeah. to play against scrub yeah, yeah. teams more, but whatever. Um, all right, so we have two locks, one lock to be out, and one that I just am pretty confident. I don't think Julius Randle will be All NBA this year. I think he's a good player Man, that he, that had he, his like. He turned into a pumpkin in the playoffs. That, yes, yes. That's he I turned mean, he turned into Julius Randle. Yeah. He turned all right, ready. <laughs> third third team All NBA: Paul George, Jimmy Butler. So Paul George and Jimmy Butler, are here, here are guys that I'm like, can Michael Porter have a better regular season than them? I don't expect it, but he could. Like Paul, He's really good. Paul George is really good, too. I don't know if Paul George wears down, if he gets tired, if the team's not doing that great, how, his, you know, how he handles that. But Paul George is a definitively better player than Michael Porter right now. Paul George, to me, as is Jimmy Butler. those two, like, Paul George seems more the lock than Jimmy Butler. He does more. He's going to score more. Jimmy yeah. Butler's points per game isn't always that exciting. Or impressive, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say not locks, but so clearly ahead of MPJ right now that it would be a pretty big upset for him to pass those two guys. So I that's would say. four guys that I think are clearly ahead that were there last year. Yeah. Now let's go to the guys that didn't make it. Jason Tatum. Yeah, that that is the tier in which Michael Porter Jr. probably is not 
part of yet, but is like a. He's right aspiring on, to be. He is aspiring to be a, a, a Tatum. Don't you know? There's also this thing of like votes are always a year behind. Hey, I mean, Brendan. What? <laughs> yes, always a year behind. <laughs> no, but voters are always like one year behind on what's happening. So Michael Porter could be great this year, but in people's minds, they're still bringing. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. Like he has to like be so impressive, and the Nuggets have to overachieve to such a level that it makes it. If there's a question, he loses. I will say there's a shot that I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Tatum guy. I'm a little, not a Tatum hater, but I just think that he's like, he's another one of these guys where if he was in New Orleans, it would be the Brandon Ingram effect where we heard Brandon Ingram's name every damn day for three years. Then he gets traded to New Orleans and we're like, oh yeah, he's kind of not that great. He's okay. (laughs) He's good, but he's not great. I think Tatum is a little, he's better than that, but he's still like that to me where I'm, I'm like, you tell me, oh, Tatum's coming to town. I'm like, oh, who else? Right, because if it's just him, like, all right, we're gonna smack the hell out of him. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah, um, he is good. I do like t- Jason Tatum is one that I I, I do believe in. I don't. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Okay. So Tatum, another one, Zion. Zion ha- is Jeez. going to is going to be ahead of him for unless he gets hurt, which is another one. Like he had a surgery, so Yo, maybe it, he didn't have a surgery. He had like a very troubling surgery. A fractured yeah. foot is a very troubling surgery for somebody like him that is like people talk about being injury prone because of the body composition, like the way that he's built. And that's just like his body just broke itself. Yeah. And it's done it already with his knees. Like that's terrifying for him. Yeah. So I think, so for me, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say Zion is like, if healthy, almost a lock to, to be yeah, he, voted Zion over him. He's so really dominant. Good. He's so dominant. He's he did so look dumb. a little pudgy, though, man. <laughs> I mean, it's this a little is the weird. Side, dude. This is the, this is the, the, the <laughs> he did look like, And the looked, vibes in New Orleans are the opposite of immaculate at the moment. Which is crazy because that's a city built on vibes. They are built on vibes. <laughs> um, Kevin Durant, not all NBA last year because he missed too many games. But again, lock. 60 games, he's a lock. That's so now that's a third lock. Yeah. Zion is a near lock. It's just the health, I guess. Yep. It's just the health. So you have three locks. And three guys that we all think, four guys now that we all think are likely ahead of, like almost certainly ahead of MPJ. Okay. So he'd have to really surprise. Chris Middleton. Chris, the... Coming off of an NBA championship. Yeah, I was just about to say, coming off of uh, an Olympic gold medal and an NBA championship where he really single-handedly kept them in the series and won them some of those games. Like, obviously, uh, you know, um, Giannis is Giannis, but like... The way that uh, Middleton showed out that entire playoffs, like yeah. it was really like came down to him a lot. Like if the voters are in fact one year late, like it's hard to imagine them not rewarding him this year right. for what he did last. So I think he's another one that's ahead of MPJ clearly, yep. and and it would take a lot for him to surpass him. Like he'd have to really yep. have a great season, um, or Middleton would have a terrible one. Anthony Davis. Now here's the one that's the most frustrating to me. Uh, by all accounts, out of the late out of LA. Anthony Davis is playing center this year. For the first time ever, he's going to embrace this. What I are think, you talking about? He was a first-team All-NBA center. Well, this is what's so funny about it is you know that if Jokic and Embiid are 1-2 for center, you know he'll be looking at this and be like, I'm a forward guy. Like No matter what, he just wants the whatever position will get him the accolade. <laughs> but I think that the forward spot is like, is most likely. I mean, they do have DeAndre Jordan and, and Dwight Howard, so they do have two centers. So I think that Anthony Davis, another guy, is just ahead of him. I mean, if he's he had a very unhealthy year last year, I think he tries to have a prove it year this year. He's just ahead of yeah, and also you just here. you just are again in the minds of the of in yeah, hearts so of the true. voters. Like you're just you get an LA bump just for playing in LA. You get a huge LA bump. Here's the one that I can't wait to see a reaction on. Oh boy. Camera zoom in on on his face here. Uh, no, 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 no. Ben Simmons. <laughs> Ben Simmons was an All NBA player. No, but I'm saying he's a forward, and he is, in my opinion, currently. I don't know where he is actually. He, might, but he's ahead of MPJ as a ranking right now. I cannot think of another player whose stock has fallen so. It's fast. so low. He's like the en- stock is dude. So he's bad. like NBA Enron. There's a freeze on him right now on his on his thing. We don't know what the value is because there's a freeze. No clue. Like this guy, I don't know. Like in. It's crazy because I want the, to see reaction, the chat's reaction. To the ben reaction Simmons. to Ben Simmons has been so insane and so incendiary that it seems like he doesn't know how to play basketball in people's minds. Like, meanwhile, <laughs> he's like a really great defensive player. I mean, he's yeah. like a, he just clearly is not being used right. And 
uh, how, whatever happened in Philadelphia, like they just stole his confidence. And but like he does know he has to get out of there to save himself. Like I think part of this with Ben Simmons is he knows that if he goes back to Philly, even just to save face and be cordial, that he will just be the worst version of himself. He's like, I can't oh, go back there. Like dude, every second I'm back, I get worse as a, her, our, a person. Our bartender, Darren, famously from Philadelphia, uh, Allie as well, although she's not nearly as hardened and broken as uh, maybe Darren. <laughs> <laughs> but like when during the playoffs, he was like, oh, if we, if we, if Ben Simmons ever shows his face in Philadelphia again, we're gonna. We're gonna yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and he's saying that from Colorado, like in a in a place where you actually have some perspective. The people who live daily in Philadelphia, yeah, um, no perspective. No people. perspective. They, They're over him. They, they wanted him out. Yeah, they, they want him out. Him. They don't want him anymore. Oh, so. To say over him is an understatement. Yeah, over him. <laughs> over him is, a, is then they're standing over him with a knife. <laughs> yeah. Okay, calm uh, down. Did you see yesterday in the Peyton Manning, uh, Eli Manning? He said that he would, Eli Manning would say, every time I'd go to Philly, a nine year old would be giving me the double bird. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that picture's oh, that's circulating. That's right. yeah, that's yeah. Amazing. A nine year old. Um, Simmons is a tough, because here's the thing about Simmons. Let's say he gets traded today to Minnesota. Yep. And now it's Towns, like for Edwards or something. Simmons would crush it there and he would easily be would ahead of MPJ. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think, yeah, you're right. You're right. They. For a regular season, you'll look at the numbers, you look at some of the net rating, you look at the stuff, and you'll be like, yeah, man, that's that's tough to compete with. Um, to round out the show, I'll just give you a couple of other ones. Draymond Green, Jeremy Grant, Brandon Ingram. Some people I see putting in here like Trey Young and Luka Doncic, those are guards. I'm just trying to do the forwards just to compare like to like. Uh, Draymond, Jeremy Ingram, I think he can pass all of those guys in terms of all-NBA voting. He's a better shooter than Brandon Ingram, whose best skill is shooting. He is... Uh I mean, he's a better more, shooter than every all but three guys. Yep, he's be- Jeremy Grant has a more well-rounded game. If MPJ can learn to use his length and athleticism the same way Jeremy Grant has on the defensive end, and not just get cooked and not get uh, targeted, um, then I mean he's clearly better than Jeremy Grant because offensively he's a million times better. And who's the other one? Draymond Green. And Draymond. I mean Draymond's great, but like that 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 ship has sailed. It's it's just tough to quantify. His yeah, value. I mean, like, I don't mean he sucks. So it's just like he's not no longer. So now that game. we've done this um, experiment, I think it's fair to say that it's not impossible that he's an All NBA player this year, but that it's so unlikely that I don't think the Cronkies are losing sleep. No, over that. they're like all, oh, I don't know, thirty nine. 500 million if you become an yeah. NBA? Like, oh my goodness. Guess who we just called in? Um, from live from San Diego training camp, we have Harrison Wynn, but we're not going to cut to him first. We're instead we going to cut to him. No, uh, <laughs> oh, well, we did cut to him. Well, Harrison. No, that is oh, the preview. Oh, it's the preview. We have a you, pro behind there. Hey, come on. But Harrison, if he, if he can see and hear us right now, uh, uh, perfect. We'll just let you, Harrison, before we bring you in, get comfortable while you listen to Eric read these ads. Oh, you son of a bitch. It's so bad, Why Harrison. Why can't we have a Harrison? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Okay, so let's see. Denver. Okay, the traffic log. Uh, so how did you why did you exit out <laughs> I didn't but I'm just cross referencing oh my he's trying to off. pretend like it's hard to read the sheet that I made like <laughs> so easy to read my, my four-year-old can read this well one. first off I'd love to see that uh, while on the air all right so uh let's see here um are we doing manscaped MMA copy <laughs> my goodness I, cannot I don't know believe. man like <laughs> wow uh do you ever shave your balls? Oh my ends up gosh. Being as bloody as Nate a Nate Diaz fight? I'm reading this. Um, <laughs> well, good news because today's episode is sponsored by the official electric trimmer of the UFC, Manscaped, and they just released a fourth generation performance package. Fellas, get your black belt in ball trimming and join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. By going to manscaped.com with the code DNVR. Man, am I wildly uncomfortable. Um, the performance package 4.0 is completely uh, upgraded the male hygiene routine, including, uh, you'll, or inside, you'll find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker, ear, nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviser, toner, plus two free gifts, performance boxer briefs, Crushing and it, the dude. shed travel bag. Um, 
So go to manscaped.com, use that code DNVR, you'll save 20% on all these fine products. You won't have bloody balls like uh, the Oh internet. my God. Listen, I didn't say it, I'm just reading it again. Um, Why would you read it that part I don't again? know, I, don't, I just want everyone to really hone in on that point. It's pretty important. Um, so that's Manscaped. Guys, it's been a great start to the NFL season. <laughs> it's only getting better at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is kicking off another week of action by giving new customers that can't miss offer. It's the same one. Just bet $1 on any football game. Doesn't matter what you bet. You receive $100 in free bets absolutely instantly, no matter what happens. Football season's the best. They also have same-game parlays. We've been complaining about this for the longest. When are they going to get them? They're uh, here. It's the best way to lose. Can I say this? The best way to lose, buddy. The same-game parlay. Dude. Ten times the fun. I, I'm not very good at them. Dude, at least parlays in general. Parlays to are how... Daily. Yeah. Just, yeah, but dude... The way to not to, to find yourself out of gambling is to focus only on parlays. Yeah, but you know what's the most fun? It's the most winning parlays. When you fun. hit the parlay, that's like six, seven teams, and you're like, "I'm a genius." <laughs> I imagine it's never actually happened. But um, you guys, DraftKings safe, secure, and reliable. And the best part, you deposit, withdraw your money whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to receive $150 in free bets instantly when you place that $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code DNVR. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. You know how I know? You looked at the, you looked at my beautiful ad sheet. <laughs> Sauce Meds is what you should be doing here. Well, I agree. I or, had, or did he already have some? <laughs> yeah, he might have already had Solace some Solace Meds, Meds here. You God guys know we have a dispensary partner, and they are of course Solace Meds. Four locations in Colorado. They got one right down the street. My favorite location, the one right down the street on Colfax, just east of the DNVR bar. Here's what's going on in September. A couple days left. Can America gummies, 25%. Strains tinctures, 25% off. Rocking cartridges, 25% off. Glacier concentrates, 20% off. Uh, just head into any location. Use the promo code DNVR20, and you get 20% off your order. And free Solace Bar or King Cone when you use that promo code. So check them out. They've got a cool shop, too. Also, you can go on solacemeds.com, S-O-L-A-C-E meds.com. You purchase from there, and then you just swing by and pick it up. Let's pick it up. In and out. Yeah, In and out. You're too busy to go pick up your own marijuana? I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> All right, let's put in our headsets here and oh. welcome in the man with the the sea wind in his hair. It's Harrison Wind. Man. Harrison, can you hear us? Can you see us? <laughs> I, I can hear you. I'm you on can't the hear him? I cannot hear him. Hold on. We're, we got to pull some buttons behind the controls here and find out why Harrison is not with us. Oh, Say, maybe it's... What are you there that? now? Can you guys hear me? There you are. Now we have you, okay. Harrison. All right. Well, I'm on the free hotel Wi-Fi at this Hilton. So depending on how this goes, I might have to upgrade to the $20 per day Wi-Fi. <laughs> I think we can go ahead and do that. I'm going to go ahead okay. and on the show approve that expense. Um, <laughs> so set the table for us. What was it like uh, out there in, in training camp? Who all was there? We know Jokic wasn't there. What was the vibe like before we get to any player interviews? So that's really where I think we have to start. I get there. I walk up to the gym where the Nuggets are holding training camp at University of California, San Diego. Beautiful gym, by the way. I, I can yeah. talk about that, too. Beautiful, sprawling gym, like five times the size of the Nuggets' current practice court. Um, <laughs> right. But, but anyway, I get there, and I'm informed that Nicole Jokic is not here. He's not with the team. He's back in Denver. He didn't take the flight with the rest of the team yesterday afternoon here to San Diego. And we all know uh, his wife is expecting soon. It seems like that uh, baby Joker is coming any day now. So that's really the first big storyline. Nicole Jokic not here with the team at training camp. I mean, my conspiracy is he planned it perfectly. Uh, so he, his <laughs> wife would have the baby during the week of training camp. So he wouldn't have to be out here. That's just a conspiracy. That's Dude. just me. But that's probably where we have to start. Yeah, Nicole Jokic not going to be at training camp, it sounds like. It's pretty remarkable he's been able to parlay this baby into missing the Olympics. Missing, <laughs> like, like, this is the long... He's just needing to be around for the full gestation of the baby. <laughs> the babies are the excellent... Uh, the, the perfect out. Um, I imagine this was a talking point, though, at training camp. Do you want to go player by player, person by person that you interviewed? Or do you just want to get that topic out of the way about what it means that he won't be here? Well, I, I think the biggest thing it means, and, and it kind of goes into 
a bit of what Michael Porter Jr. talked about. There's going to have to be some other guys that step up just, you know, from a leadership aspect, just from a playing aspect, because one of the storylines today, other than Jokic not being here, was it was a really sloppy practice. No way. We usually get this one on day like three or four. I didn't know. We got this on day one. Right. It was a very sloppy practice. Michael Malone made sure that we knew that today. And that that was a big takeaway because one of Malone's quotes today was, you remember how good of players Nicola and Jabal are. <laughs> I, you know what, though? Here's the thing with Malone. He is the master of pushing the buttons, right? Yeah. And I wonder if there's a little bit like, hey, Mike, big three. I don't know. feels like we have a big two when they're not here. Uh, you know, I wonder if there's a little prodding to the others. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was just a bad practice. Well, I, I think it was probably a bad practice. That's that, that's what most people were saying. It was sloppy. You feel like that's how a lot of first day of training camps are. But usually the head coach isn't going to come out and say that. Like you said, Adam, he'll usually wait until like day three to say we had a really sloppy practice. But Malone got ahead of it and said it was really sloppy today. But I think there's a method to this. And I think he's trying to get something out of Michael Porter. Hmm. So you agree with me? Yeah. Okay. I, think I like he's, it. I think I think he's like, look, Nicole is not here. Jamal's not here. We want Michael Porter fresh off signing this or agreeing to this max deal. I, I think he wants Michael Porter to kind of take control. Okay. I like it. I'm with that. I think that's a good. Again, this is the thing I never question Michael Malone on. Like he's just he's too good at these things, you know. So oh, he's th- th- he is. The motivator in that he breaks you down to build you back up. And then once you're broken, you're so broken. And then once you're rebuilt, like you're, you just couldn't feel better. I feel like Michael Malone has broken me down, but he's never rebuilt me. Yeah. <laughs> he just, right. he just <laughs> broke me down. I, I mean, I can relate obviously here in the office, but. All right. Well, take us into some of these, uh, you know, so did you get to watch practice for a little while? What did you observe? And then tell us about who you talked to. Yeah, we didn't watch much. I saw about a couple possessions of, you know, a a scrimmage, maybe like two, three possessions. That's really it. Uh, And then that was kind of the end of it. Um, What Michael Malone had to say, he pretty much walked through. Well, I I mean, the other big news of the last 24 hours, Michael Porter getting the extension. So apparently that broke yesterday, right as the team was taken off on their flight here to San Diego. So the scene that I kind of got was everybody on the plane found out that the deal was coming through. Uh, Michael Porter was the last guy on the plane, apparently. So when it, when he walked on the plane, it was kind of like a, a mini celebration there, a, a mini party <laughs> just on the plane once he got on. So that was a cool moment. Uh, M- Malone kind of walked through that and then kind of said how, you know, now it's on him to continue to improve and, continue to get better. And that kind of goes into what I think was the other storyline today. Michael Porter, to me, seems really ready for this moment. Um, he was impressive talking today. Uh, he's the only guy we spoke with, but he, he was he was really impressive, I thought, just um, in what he said, uh, the confidence he exuded, how he talked about wanting to be a leader more. And I've got to think a lot of that has to do with Nicole not being here, Jabal being out, but like I said earlier, the stage seems like it's set for him to kind of take control of this team, at least, you know, for this week. I, I love that, man. What a perfect timing for that as well, you know, with that contract. And I love that story get on the airport That's or on the airplane. That's really cool. Uh, so what else did he have to say? So you talked to him as a scrum, I'm guessing, everybody else? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was everybody. There's not that many people here. Um, it's me. Mike Singer with the post. Sam Amick, who, co- who covers the league for the Athletic, is here. Uh, and then Sam KDA. Amick, by the way, goes back with Michael Malone to Sacramento days. I think he was on the Sacramento beat when Michael Malone was there. Yeah. Uh, and then Katie Wingy's here, a b- couple altitude people. So it's not that m- many of us. But, um, yeah, you know, Michael Porter, he talked about how he's looking to you know be more of a leader this week. Uh, he, he knows that's something that the Nuggets want of him with the contract and just with his standing on the team. And it it seems like this contract, you know, 
it's it's going to motivate him even more, I think, to get better and keep improving. Like, I don't think he's going to get all fat and happy and, and think he's accomplished something. I, I really get the sense that he's still driven from what he had to say today. And he was talking about how, yeah, the Nuggets have dished out all this money to the core. Jokic, Jamal Murray, him, re-signing Aaron Gordon, Will Barton. He had this great quote where he said, they didn't pay us all this money to not win a championship. So um, I really sense that he's motivated entering this season, even though he just secured around $200 million. <laughs> the, thing, the, the thing about uh, MPJ specifically is he's a young guy that has already been faced with his own mortality. Like he is motivated <laughs> in such a it's way. It's a little dark. His basketball mortality. His basketball mortality. Yeah. Like he already has a sense of what it could be like to have basketball taken away from him. So he's and he's somebody who actually has great reverence for the game. And so he doesn't want to just get paid. Like he wants to leave his mark on the yeah. game itself. So that's it's just like I mean, it, it's amazing because like that those are the kind of people you want to root for. The guys that like want to be in Denver, want to be excellent at playing basketball like are worth putting your heart and your soul behind because you know that they are going to meet you with the same type of energy which is not always the case sometimes you get you know like jj hickson's for example that like don't want to be here don't care about basketball plan on uh committing armed uh, armed robbery later on in life i don't know if he planned it or not but <laughs> all the same like I, I love it anything else from mpj he looks like he definitely put on some muscle. Um, I, I asked Malone for his kind of first impressions of Porter. You know, one, one thing with Porter, man, he talks about this all the time. He really feels like he takes a big jump just in his play every summer. Like He really grinds in the offseason. He really tries to add stuff to his game. And the first difference that Malone said he spotted in Porter now compared to when last season ended was he just looks bigger. And I think with Porter, a lot of that is making sure he can stay healthy for an 82-game regular season. Um, and he's just been grinding, man. I mean, we've spoken about it, and I talked to him a little bit about this today, just working out with Steph Curry, all the stuff he worked on this summer um, before you know the extension was even secured. So he looks great. He looks in great shape. It looks like he put on some muscle. It looks like he's ready to go. Um, so I, I don't know what practice looked like today. Apparently it was sloppy. I, I would be surprised if, if he was, you know, one of the sloppy ones though. Just quickly, like uh, I'm hearing reports coming out of like the Avs world that a lot of these players are coming back and they got a lot bigger. They got like all put on weight in the off season. And I think they like just all angrily worked out all off season <laughs> because they like the Nuggets. We're sharing the no. same theme line, which is unfinished business. Like neither one of the teams finished in a way that was at all satisfying. Like right. the Avs mightily underperformed. They were clear cup favorites and they just fell apart. The Nuggets obviously like they had Jamal taken from them, but like they did not finish at all how they wanted to. I bet a lot of these guys just sort of like, and I'm hoping that, that this is the case. They all just like, took their frustrations out on the gym, like all right. winter. And they just, uh, just like, I don't know, or all summer. Like it, it really sunk in like, yo, we were deficient. We were missing something like that's not going to happen again. No. Anything else from MPJ? Um, kind of just, just like I was saying, I just get the sense that he's really motivated entering the season. He seems to be in a really good headspace. Um, I'm sure the contract just would help anybody just be a little more comfortable and, and confident and what and whatnot. But uh, the sense I got from talking with him today is just he's he's really ready to go. Uh, he, he's just totally embracing, you know, being that num number two guy right next to Nikola Jokic once the season starts. I think he's ready for it. Uh, I think he wants the pressure and he, and he wants the responsibility. And that's the sense I got today. I'm, I'm, it, it was. It was pretty revealing, I thought, talking with him. This is awesome, man. Were there any other players you talked to, or is that the only player you said? That was it. <laughs> okay. What about Michael Malone? I know, obviously, he was crabby, but what did he? What else did he have to say about the practice? Um, you know, it's just still early. Uh, he kind of, I guess, wasn't too surprised that it was sloppy, but the sense I got just talking to people, he was like, not in a good mood the entire practice so 
I think it was uh, he was trying to set the tone day one of training camp how uh, everything needs to be cleaned up. I saw Jeff Green had a big dunk during the scrimmage, though. Jeff Green had a big dunk. Uh, Michael Porter had a nice finish around the rim that I saw. Yeah. That's awesome. This is something you saw or you saw on social? I saw like two plays of the scrimmage. Those were the two plays. Oh, no. <laughs> Imagine if you would have seen the whole scrimmage. Like every play was a highlight. This is incredible. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what do you predict? Usually he starts happy. Energy, energy was good, whatever. And then day three, he's grouchy. Is this today he was grouchy? Tomorrow, oh, the energy was great today. This is the energy we need. We had great leadership. The defensive focus was phenomenal. Yeah, of course. Tomorrow is going to be a total bounce back practice. Absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there you go. Any other anecdotes or notes that that you feel are worth sharing? San Diego, man, is the mecca <laughs> of NBA training camp. Really? Yeah, the mecca. Nets are there. So the Nets are at University of San Diego. The Clippers are at San Diego State where the Nuggets were a couple years ago, and the Nuggets are at UC San Diego. So San, San Diego is, like I said, the mecca of training camp. Everybody's here. Um, it's it's the place to be, I guess. <laughs> this is Remember, we always like piss and moan about the Nuggets and, oh, it's because they don't have a facility or whatever. Some of these teams have facilities. Yeah, They're just like, you know what would be fun? Road trip, San Diego. <laughs> and I know the Utah Jazz, I think they're in uh, Las Vegas, so... Maybe this is just a new thing, and uh, we'll build it into the budget every year. Four, five guys to San Diego every year. Don't you feel this like you gym this? in San Diego, though, this gym is massive, man. There's like five courts. Um, it's what? like five times as big as the Nuggets practice facility. What is it like? Why? Why is it? Why are there four courts? Yes, you see San Diego even have a basketball team. <laughs> I, I mean, they've got the facility to have one. Like, they bring all the bleachers back, and there's, like, 20 baskets. It's, like, crazy. Okay. I bet it's, like, primarily volleyball. Mm. Seems like big San Diego vibes. Uh, Harrison, very curious how your handsome level is working into the vibes of San Diego just in general. Uh, well, I'm, like, a Denver 8, so yep. a San Diego <laughs> 6.5. Oh, man. Hey, You're but s- that's, like, a Fort Collins 12. Oh. It's off the charts. Dude, that's, like, a Fort Collins, uh, like, Grecian god. <laughs> like, off the charts. <laughs> all right, Harrison, is there anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Uh, that's all I got, man. Um, hotel room looks nice. Uh, <laughs> all right, that is all you got. That's really <laughs> okay. Uh, receptionist was very accommodating. All right. All right. Harrison live from San Diego. Can't wait. We'll talk tomorrow. Okay, buddy. I'm sure we'll talk in like five minutes, but on the show, we'll talk tomorrow. Uh, That does it, everybody. Uh, Shouts to super producer Ali filling in for Kale today. We will be back tomorrow. Vote will be back in studio with us. Day two, we'll have even more takeaways to discuss both before Harrison hops on and then also after when Harrison hops on I to know. share with us what happens in game two and uh, day two. I can't I wait. I thought the show went pretty well. I saw, uh, the, I, saw the, <laughs> I saw the fear in your eyes when it was just you and I. Also, do we need kale? Allie, much better. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people joined the live stream right when you were talking about bloody balls <laughs> and the comment section was wow. very concerned yeah. about what was yeah, happening. It was, tough. it was tough. Listen, um, I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here to read ads. <laughs> well, you've okay. done neither. Yeah. You've done neither. So yeah, we're luck. Just living up the fact it. that Adam had to just pick it up and, and end it. End <laughs> we didn't it. have to. I oh, had no, to. If we wanted to maintain our sponsors, I, we, I had to. Yeah. Uh, everybody, thanks so much for listening, guys. Don't forget, uh, check out the DNVR bar. We always, one of the things we kind of want to reiterate over the next several weeks, we're going to have like the games on Monday. Come out and watch it. With yeah. Nuggets play on Monday, come out and watch it with us. We'll be here. But also just make this a place you, you hang out. Instead of go to Starbucks with your laptop because you want to come here. Happy hour. Have a little beer. Have a burger or something and hang out. Uh, you know, Hit people up. We'll probably be doing Twitter meetups and things like that. Nuggets Twitter meetups. Um, I will give 100% of people that show even the smallest in- interest a high five. I mean, I'm here every day. Wow. You want a high five? What a selling point. What a selling point. So, yeah, get on down for that. Uh, thanks, everybody. See you guys tomorrow.
All right, we've been telling you all about those Colorado XOs all year long, but they're rebranding. They are now the American Raptors at Infinity Park. This branding, this one is here to stay. But it's the same deal. That rugby club composed of crossover athletes that ended that first season at 5-5. Five and five. They've got plenty to build off of. And they're really excited to see where this experiment can go. If you're not familiar, the American Raptors are athletes who have competed at the highest level of their respective sports. These are now rugby players coming from backgrounds in football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, track and field. These athletes possess all of the necessary skills to excel at the game of rugby. Are you thinking you want to check this out? This sounds interesting to you, curious to you. Here's the best thing about hitting up an American Raptors game. They're free, baby. Free 99. You heard that right. Free as in $0. Head over to AmericanRaptors.com and grab your free ticket for the upcoming season. If you can't make the game, AmericanRaptors.com will be streaming all of them from their website. So check it out. And what's more, if you're trying to get into rugby, we know right where to point you. Colton Strickler. Our host of the DNVR Rugby Podcast, obviously part of the DNVR Network. He's a great guy, knows what he's doing. No better way to learn about the gang of rugby. Get it done and uh, go see your American Raptors at Infinity Park.